First off, let me just say, happy Black History Month, everybody. Yes, happy, happy Black, Black History, History Month. Month. <laughs> so make sure you hit me with some like facts or something I didn't know before, because I'm going to hit y'all with something later on in the episode that I bet you didn't know about some Black excellence. Black excellence. So uh, let's get let's just kick it right off with this. Uh, okay, then. With this. So, okay, so this question that I've been thinking about, it's been, it was really, really big last year, right? It was really, really, uh, like, important that everybody was talking about it and especially since r kelly documentary came out last year r kelly oh my god shit like that and it was a lot but um i saw that yeah i know you guys watched that at home that r kelly documentary it was not good okay i was hurt for them girls i felt bad for them i don't know anybody who would call themselves a decent person who would like disagree with that like, I mean, <laughs> but my point is, is that I've been thinking about like what it means to how, how I can appreciate an artist's body of work, even though they do like they did something horrible. Like, I think for me personally, it depends on what you did. Are you actually sorry about it? Have you grown from it? Do you understand why what you did was like wrong or, or, or fucked up? Like, do you understand why that doesn't shouldn't be happening in today's climate? Like. Can I, but can I still listen to an artist and then not support them? Which is like kind of impossible now. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's kind of impossible because everything is, everything is based on like the money and the views and, and how many listens they get and stuff like that. Because it's, it, it, it matters about, you know, with mainly with Spotify. You right. Know what I mean, exactly. Well, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, stuff like that. Like they, they, they get money for every right. certain amount of listens that they get. So like, I'm going to ask you, what 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 do you, what do you feel about like separating the artist from the work? Honestly, I feel like it can be done. I personally feel like we have to separate the artist from the art. Because, like, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. R. Kelly. People still fucking love R. Kelly. No matter what they think about him, if he's a pedophile, uh, that he urinated on that girl, that he married Aaliyah, people are still listening to his bump and grind song like we are not stupid mm -hmm. people uh, love that song it was just featured in project x in 2012 but some allegations had came out about that man years before 2012 but nobody said the anything when right <laughs> no, but nobody nobody said anything when that song was featured in project x in 2012 costa was i know you guys remember the scene like yeah. like that was crazy to me um but personally, I feel like you you can separate it. Because look at Chris Brown. Like, he hit Rihanna. Everybody knows that Chris Brown hit Rihanna. But people are still in the club listening to I Can Transform You, doing the robot and shit. Niggas still love him. I don't care what anybody says. It can be done. Like, I know you're you looking at me. No, looking, you got a good right, point. You I'm looking like, at, you're looking at me crazy right no, now. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not looking at you crazy. I'm really more just like, I'm... I'm just thinking about it now because like some of the stuff that like these guys do and then we just forget about it you know what i mean because like push it live... under the rug even well that's the thing we live in the hour of the 24 news cycle 24 hour news cycle we live in the age of that stuff so it's like everything i hear about this person within 24 hours hours i'll hear something 80 times worse than about that. somebody else and <laughs> right. so i'm just like I'm I'm reading this fucked up article about R. Kelly while I'm bumping fucking Chris Brown in the background. I'm like, shit, man. 
this motherfucker crazy. Yeah. And tomorrow I'll be no. I I don't know. I think I I think that it's important that as long as the person is able to look at what they did and they're able to they're they are able to um, feel remorseful about it. And if they feel remorseful, does that still make them like a good person? I'm not gonna I, talk about their I just, character. I just want to know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say like just because you felt bad about it means your like your character is good. But I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you off. I'm gonna still bump your shit if like you've paid for what you did. You know what I mean? Like if it's something negative and like and illegal, like R. Kelly and Chris Brown. Like if it's fucked up at, to that level. Then like if you paid for that and you've like and and you at least understand now that nigga R Kelly I can't speak to that shit but that interview showed me that that motherfucker don't feel sorry so I, like I, my <laughs> I mean that's a different story completely Gail King he, he felt sorry then he, y'all killing he, me he, no, so like, <laughs> he was really like screaming he was yeah. he was hurt nah but I, he ain't sorry for that he, shit nah, I don't think on. he was very remorseful at all to tell you the truth um if we're really gonna talk about R Kelly um. Honestly, I think that a lot of people are still going to be angry over everything, all the allegations that they heard about this man. But at the end of the day, we can't lie. His art is still good. Am I going to be like, okay, yeah, R. Kelly did this, but am I going to deny that his art is good? And I feel like a lot of people have a hard time understanding that just because this person did this, like, does that make their art any less of does it have any less value like because of that? Yeah. Right. So let me ask you this question that I've been thinking about. Um, I don't know if you know anything about Steve Jobs or if anybody out there knows anything about him because other than he created the iPhone. Um, but do you have you heard of anything on Steve Jobs before? Any type of personality traits that he the, had? I watched the movie that Ashton Kutcher did where he did the biopic of him. And like he was a shitty parent. I know that. I know he wasn't, like, a great parent to his daughter, and he, like, was absent for a lot of her life or not emotionally available or whatever the case is. I'm not sure. I don't remember the, the biopic that well, but uh, I know that he just, he wasn't, he was a man. He was he was a person. He he was he was a human, and he, he made mistakes, um, but I still got an iPhone in my pocket right now. Steve Jobs so. was fucked up. Like, he was so fucked up to the point where he was really shitty to his employees. Like, I've read, like, so much. People have said, things that people have said about him, his employees have said about him, that actually genuinely knew him in documentaries and things like that. And it's crazy because, like, are we going to say that even though Steve Jobs was fucked up as a person, was, is the, did he not pave the way for the smartphone industry? Can yeah, I mean, right. but he was a fucked up person. Yeah. But did okay. he not do something like a value yeah. did he not leave something of value in this world that people can appreciate today I see and where you're going. you know what i mean yeah so and like and we can use that in the music industry chris brown and rihanna they have a great relationship now yeah. like i mean i don't know if they're on speaking terms but she's forgiven him not. she's moved on they've made music after it so i think at the end of the day she separated that shit She's, that's, she's, that's she's, she made bread, music though. Though. she separated she separated it for the bread though you feel me like it had to be a I would say I can't speak for Rihanna, but if I was in her shoes, it would be I know I make a lot of bread when I make a song right. with this dude. I know I get a lot of I, I know I, I know I can put this on the radio. This will be on the radio for weeks. Yeah. Months. You feel me? So <laughs> I like, feel that though. I, I think I think I I wanna talk about what you were saying earlier because like there's a duality to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's a duality to it. You have to on the one hand you, you do have to look at the person. You have to look at 
what they did and, and, and who you're listening to. And you have to understand that, that it was negative or bad or it was you have your own opinion on it. But like you said, also at the same time, you cannot subtract the, the significance of what they, they created. You know what I mean? Like that's still that's still important. That's still what got played for a lot of our childhood. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Like we were hearing that at fucking barbecues and shit like that. And our parents the, were jamming. They jamming. was twerking back in the day. Possibly they loved it. made they loved it. us to a couple of that nigga's songs. Maybe. Babies like, were made. Like, I don't deny me? that babies were made right. in that me? room. But <laughs> when R. Kelly came on. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, does good art justify the person? No, no, you know? no. It doesn't like, justify... I don't think, uh, my opinion, I don't think it justifies the person, but I think that the art, I think the art speaks for itself. I think the art of what you did, when, I, when I'm when i speaking about this now, currently, the most current instance of trying, of us as a, as a group having to try and separate the artist from his work is with Kanye. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, that's, that's who I speak of currently, mm. is, like, is separating him from his work. Did I bump the last Kanye album? Yes, I did. I felt very holy. I loved it. It was a good album. Niggas can hate. Anthony Fantano gave it a shit score, but I don't care. So my point is, is that like, I still can appreciate his body of work. I do not agree with the things that that man has said in regards to uh, Chicago, in regards to the, the his opinion on the president and everything. I mean, that nigga don't know shit. I mean, he like, worships Donald Trump. Like, come on now. I'm still going to bump Kanye. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. Like, if Kanye comes on, on the radio, I'm going to turn that shit up loud okay. and fucking clear for everybody to hear. I'm sorry. But, hey, I, I, that's just me. That's just my opinion. And I know a lot of people out there won't, like, fuck with that opinion. But, mm. you know, that's just where I'm, I'm at. I'm going to still listen to it. But here's the thing. The moment that that man starts, like, sending money to, like, Trump rallies, mm. that's when I got to be like, all right, nah. Right. Then like, what are you issue. using the, my, like, because essentially it's my time my money I gave you to, to, to support you. Are you supporting some fucking fascist dickhead? <laughs> right. So that I can listen to your fucking, uh, your fucking albums. Like, nah, I, I can't, I can't support that. So that's why, that's why I can't, I can't condone the things that an artist may do. Like artists will always do shit that I don't agree. I listened to Ozzy Osbourne when I was growing I don't bite the heads off of bats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, that's not me. Like, I don't, I don't agree with that. Like, there, there are certain things that artists do, because they're people, they'll do things that I disagree with. Right, they, like, we have to realize that artists are still human, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Kevin Hart cheated on his wife. He's an artist in a different way, but I yeah. still think that man is funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think he makes people laugh, people love him. People will go to a Kevin Hart show and not think twice about him cheating on his beautiful wife and having a baby on the way. I'm not going to think about that. I'm just going to think about how funny Kevin Hart is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's this like pedestal that we put people on. You know what I mean? That's that's the pedestal that we put these artists on is because they're they're so incredible at their at their work. They're very very talented people. At the end of the day, you cannot deny that. Right. But we put them on this pedestal and we look at them as somebody that oh, I should model myself after. Should this be person. a pillar of the community or some right. shit. That's not but realistic. You can't, no, you can try and hold them to that standard, and that's fair because a lot of people listen to them and listen to what they say and their opinions. And that's fair that you might want to do that, but at the end of the day, you can't be disappointed when they fuck up. Right. Like, you can't you can't really be all that, like, oh my gosh, really? Like, I didn't know that Kanye supported Trump. No. I'm not surprised when that nigga does some out-of-pocket right. shit. It's Kanye. So, like, I, my whole my whole opinion on it, like, I, I will bump Kanye, like I said, until that nigga starts 
sending money to support Donald Trump rallies and shit like that, I will bump his music and I will be, I will enjoy it. Enjoy right? it. And, so like, and still fuck with it heavy, you know? Because right. why not? I mean, hey, at the end of the day, there's been so many different people, even like back in the day, like Ike and Tina. People know that Ike was an abuser. They still love that man. I just, that's just where I'm at on this topic because mm-hmm. I feel like if we try to basically, if we don't, if we try to just like not separate the artist from their art, I feel like there's just so many inconsistencies with that. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I don't, I just don't believe in inconsistency because yeah. it's like, how can you not think Kevin Durant is a great basketball player? He might be a shitty person, but hey, he plays really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to hate him for that? No. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think, yeah, I think you, like you said, you have to, you have to separate them from, right. the, from their body of work because it, it, it just, it just comes back to that, like putting them on a pedestal. Cause if you don't, then you're, you're expecting some kind of like ultra excellence out of this person who is just a person, the same as you are. They are better at something than you are. Most likely that's why they're in the spot they are, but they're the same person. They are going through shit just as much as you are they're going through their own mental battles and everything like that and so the way they handle it and the things that they do because of that i'm not saying it it that it uh absolves them from anything bad that they've done but i'm saying that they also have these things that they are fighting just as much as we are right and then like i don't know if you guys remember that big controversy with asap rocky being stuck in jail in another country and he was trying to be like i'm not black i'm i'm just you know i'm not affiliated with black culture or anything like that and i'm like nigga you black i don't care what nobody say that's how you got all your bread what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) but people you're fucking smoking dick bro like people love asap um that was wild man i still bump asap after that i personally felt like him saying like he wasn't part of the black community was very shitty um it was tone deaf it was just weird it was just weird like Come on now, like don't forget your roots and where you came from. You know, I know that you're this big star now, and I know that you're big, this big artist, but you know, always remember the little people. You are making your money from a genre of music that is created by Black people, one hundred percent. That is a cultural and historical fact. Right. All right. That was created by Black people, and you are making all your money off that, and you're gonna sit there and fucking lie and say some dumb tone deaf bullshit that you are not a part of the black a part of black culture you're just like that that was just weird to me um, leave them white bitches alone man <laughs> you fucking up oh man. my <laughs> god we don't discriminate we don't discriminate i'm sorry on this but show. that's just real but like, that's um just... at the end of the day um just to kind of you know really go back into it i think separating the art from the artist is something that we have to do we have to remember that these people are human that they have lives, they have emotions and feelings, and people are not perfect and people fuck up. And I think this is like, honestly, one of the best topics I could talk about today. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're ready, but I'm so ready to hear from the people out there what you guys are thinking um, on this topic. Leave your comments below. We will answer them. Uh, we'll try to reply. You yeah, know. We, don't, we can uh, try. <laughs> we can try. But uh, yeah, I definitely, so today I know that you're excited. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. I'm just ex- really excited right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I'm really trying to see. I'm trying to, I'm so excited to hear what EJ has to say about this. We got 
EJ in the studio with us today. Yep. He is going to answer some questions. We are gonna uh, we are gonna go ahead and ask him some questions and try and figure out his position on this this subject right now, actually, and try and get his opinion on it. And then afterwards, we got a really really big treat for you guys. We're gonna go ahead and have him perform for you. Yep. We're super excited. Um, and yeah, just get ready for EJ. I'm the man with the power. So we have EJ all day in the building. Oh, man. What up, what up, what up? So I just want to start off by EJ, where are you from originally? Um, born in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, moved out to Phoenix when I was nine. Um, Want to say Happy Black History Month real quick. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black Month. History Month. Feels good. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, basically grew up out here in Phoenix, AZ. Uh, since, yeah, I've been out here since 1999, so. Okay, so you've been here Word. a minute. You yeah. Word. yeah, I'm over it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, we'll see where I, where I end up, you know, maybe L.A. for music, just networking and stuff. Yeah, that's a good place to go. You know. Greener pastures Definitely. and whatnot, you feel me? I love so, L.A. Like, just to, yeah, just to meet people and, you know, get tired of Arizona summers. Right. To be honest with y'all, to be honest with y'all, I'm tired. I'm tired of Arizona summers. Like, yes, it's too hot out here. Too hot. Yeah, it's literally not even not even spring yet, and it's already starting to like get like a little bit to the yeah. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of that sauce to it. You feel me? I'm just like I'm. I'll I'll be at work and I'll just be like, oh god. Black people and hot weather do not mix. No, FYI, they do. yeah. no, they don't. Because yeah. my beat just sweats off in the summer. I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for me. Yeah. So, how long have you been doing music? Um, I made my first. Well, I was. My dad put me on the saxophone when I was like fifth or sixth grade. Oh wow! So, so you I start. Yeah, I started off on the saxophone, and then. I grew up in church, so I was like, I was in the choir, so I sang in choir, and then um, I was a church drummer for like six years. Wow. And so originally, I just wanted to be a, like a passer at one point, and like a pro drummer at one point, and then I didn't even start rapping until like after all that. And oh, then, wow. Like, so yeah, one of my homies introduced me, I think it was like Outkast or Biggie or and Nas. Tribe Called Quest. I just listened to all of them. I was like, damn. Like, I think it was Biggie and or Outkast. That was. I was like, damn. I want to rap. Like, that's what's up. Hell yeah. That's yeah. fucking. And I. So. That makes sense though, because it's like it's that, like, if you so can, have you like busted out like a, just like a nasty ass saxophone solo? Can you do that? Today? today? I don't know about today. Like, I don't know about today. That'd be wild, though. But, like, um, they, they got that, like, jazzy yeah. feel to them. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, it, like, yeah. it makes sense that that's, like, that's what you vibe with, like, super mm-hmm. heavy, and that's that East Coast sound, you feel me? Like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, that makes perfect sense, True. bro. Right. Cause, like, jazzy. And people yeah. people don't really think about it, but, like, Outkast is, like, low-key East Coast, you feel me? Like, they're on the Eastern side, right? So, like, it's uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's, you, you can tell just kind of somebody's where they grow, where they where they grow, where they put their roots down. You feel mm-hmm. me? So like, what they feel comfortable rapping over, what they feel comfortable listening to, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I, I got a question for you. So like, one of one of my questions is is, is what lessons do you wish that uh, you would learn about performing? Because like, rapping is a performance art, and you know you got to bring you got to bring a certain level of energy and a certain level of heat to it. 
So like, what what are one of those? What are, what's a few lessons that you wish you would learn before you get started? Um, exercise, <laughs> straight up, because there was a few times I performed, I ran out of breath. Oh. And you're trying to spit a verse and you're out of breath. That's the worst, man. Right. You're trying to like, it does. Yeah, shit don't sound right. Bro, can I cuss on it? Yeah, yeah, shit don't sound right when you're just out of breath, just trying to get it all out, and you can you can't even breathe, and it's just like, man, I need to I need to work out more so I mm-hmm. can just I feel you and move around more and stuff like that, or adjust and like move around less. Cause certain artists get away with not moving around that much. Like Migos, I saw them live. They don't really move around that much mm-hmm. compared to Travis Scott, who's always jumping. He's crazy. going nuts, you mm-hmm. know. So it's it just depends on the kind of artist you are too. So yeah. I gotta find that balance. Some stuff because like moving forward, I got more chill stuff. So uh, I'll be all right. Yeah. So I just want to know, um, you know, just because like earlier we were talking about the spicy segment here and, you know, can you separate the art from the artist? And I know I definitely want to hear your take on that. Um, how do you feel about separating the art from the artist? What's your opinion? Um, personally, I've never like stopped bumping somebody because of something I heard. Um, I definitely... Sometimes I think they do it. Sometimes I think they don't. Um, I know y'all are talking about R. Kelly, <laughs> but R. Kelly is just like I'm thinking he yeah he probably did that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we know he did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did that shit. But it's like you know you you avoiding that shit. Um, I say on your wedding day, like step in the name of love. <laughs> Like you're not bumping out on your wedding day, like I'm sorry, like something's wrong with you. Reception yeah. time, you you yeah, you playing a couple R Kelly joints in there, like you know what I'm saying? It's That's just real. it's just real. That's just like, real. You real. there's certain the certain tracks you just can't you can't miss you can't them. let go of. You right. know what I'm saying? And you gotta understand people make mistakes, so as long as he's trying to better himself, you know, be a better man, stop. And have a better outlook yeah. on things yeah. than it, you would Stop say. Stop doing it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. You know, just like having that kind of that, uh, I mean, not really that sense of guilt, but that sense of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That kind of, um, you just, like you said, just learning from your mistakes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just trying to trying to grow as a person. And if you, you can't do that, then that, I mean, like, that would turn me off of an artist. You feel me? Like, that would, that would probably turn me off of an artist for a really long time, but... I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm not gonna play "Step in the Name of Love." I'm yeah, like, I'm right. not gonna sit here and lie to you. I'm not gonna That's lie just either. Real. Like, I'm I mean, still like, listening to "Step in the Name of Love" because I, I, yeah. my auntie Nina played that on her wedding day, and I was there and I was dancing, and I didn't care right. at the time, and I was young too. He could have got me at that time. <laughs> he could have got me. But I didn't oh do nothing God. about it. Um, but shit, EJ, I just want to know something real quick. Like, what is you know? Well, actually, let me take it back here. You said that you wanted to be a pastor. I'm still hung up on that because when I know you said you listened to Biggie and and then, but when was like your big epiphany moment where you was like, "Nah, I don't want to be a pastor no more," and I'm gonna just let the music speak through me. That's gonna be my worship. When did you? When did you say that? That was 2009. Um, Okay, 
made this fly though. I'm yeah, gonna have to kill I'm it before real. we. We gonna have to cut it out real quick before somebody gotta kill it. Somebody gotta kill it. That motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, okay. but it was 2009, and um, yeah, basically I tried weed. Youth pastor found out, kicked me out. Oh damn! So I got kicked out of church basically, and so that was part of it. I was just like, man, there's more to the world, you know. When I meet new people see what they doing over there, that kind of thing. So it was around 2009 when I was like, kind of want to... Expand your horizon. Yeah, right. kinda, do kinda, something kinda, different. Yeah, I think that's when I transitioned to like, I, I wanted to be Beyonce's drummer for a while. Oh, wow. Like when she goes on tour and shit. Because mm. I was like, I, I was a drummer for six years. So I was like... I was that's a dope-ass right. I was getting like, heavy in it, yeah, yeah. So I was like, dang, I, I got to that point. I was like, I could do that. So it's like, that was definitely a goal at one point. Do you still but, do you still um, drum? I, I can I don't have a drum set right now, but I can still drum and um I want to start making my own beats eventually. So so you're very versatile. Like want to use that, yeah. So yeah. you do the saxophone, you rap, you yeah. play the drums. Like what don't you do? I wouldn't, very... I wouldn't say I still do the saxophone. <laughs> it's been a years since I I even owned a saxophone. Really? Like, a long a long ass time, but. I think I feel like I could bust it back out, see mm-hmm. see what's up. See what's I up. might I might still got it. We'll you never yeah, know. Yeah, bro. You you never know. Like till riding a bike. You never you know, know what I'm saying? Right. You feel yeah. me? Like, right. You never know till you till you get and back on that. Yeah. You got to do some Anderson Pack type shit and like hop behind a yeah. drums yeah. and start. That's that's just smart. Go. That's a smart idea. That's what I definitely should do. That I mean, well, I mean, then you really got to work out then though. Yeah. That's yeah. like that's a whole yeah. another thing. You feel to. me? Like that's a whole. That man's had to be like. Yeah. Breath control out the ass. I like, know. Like motherfuckers don't think about that shit when they start performing. They're not thinking like, oh well, like if I start, if I if I lose my breath in the middle of this, that like, oh, this it's this over. next bar is it's not gonna over. have the same impact that I'm trying to bring mm-hmm. to it. You feel me? True. So it's like it, 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 you have to you have to recognize that. And right. Like, that's what people told me because like I I did I back when I was like rapping I did like a performance one time and I was smoking cigarettes heavy. I still do. That's fine. But like, <laughs> you feel me? Like I was like, hopped on the stage and I was going and I was like, oh shit, okay, all right. Like I'm losing my breath. Like I can't, I can't bring the same level of heat that I did 30 mm-hmm. seconds ago. Yeah. You feel me? Like, right. It's aggravating, bro. Like it's really like that yeah. shit. It is. And it's hard to hit certain notes too. Like especially mm-hmm. if you run out of breath. Cause I mean, I've had moments in the studio where I'm just like, ah, like I can't <laughs> do it. It, it just becomes too much. So I, I, I really applaud you for that. Like, you know, that being one of the things like you want to work on, like your health and, and just, you know, getting that together. Cause that's Makes important, yeah. you know, that goes right along with mental health. So I read this thing. I read this thing today about, uh, about Lizzo because like they were, they were like, they were like, think about it. Like, cause she tours, she has like, let's say she does like 22 shows in a year. Let's do it. You're on stage for like, an hour and a half to two hours each night mm-hmm. and this chick is dancing singing fucking fluting she's going the flutist, crazy. like going crazy on stage she got a flute yeah she that she was like something that was yeah when she that's first her came out yeah she was like she hop on that flute and yeah like go crazy yeah. with it like fucking will ferrell in that fucking anchor <laughs> anchorman movie she go crazy with that shit right like, she but like they were, they were like, they were like, they were like, yeah, like, how's everybody like talking shit about about homegirl like, like she's not healthy or something like that, like, cause she fat. And it's like, bro, she could probably outrun your ass, like stamina wise, like mean, she's right, she's on the motherfucking on the stage all yeah, night just that's doing dope. her thing, like, right? Just cause that. you plus size don't mean you ain't healthy, right? Let's yeah. get that misconception taken care of. Um, 
But yeah, so EJ, what would you say is one of your, what is your creative process when you go into the studio? Like, when you go in there, are you thinking like, I have a plan, like I'm gonna hit out A, B, C, D, or are you going there, you just vibing, and then once you catch that vibe, you're kind of like, okay, now I can make the music that I want to make versus just going in there with a plan. Like, how do you do it? Um, well, it's how I want to do it ideally and then how I do it right now. So there's two different versions. How I ideally, eventually I want to do it, it's just like hanging out in the studio all day, all mm-hmm. night, just vibing, make my own beats. So get beats sent over, people coming through with beats, smoking, just make it right all day kind of thing. Right. But, so just the all around, like, yeah. if I hear something, I like something, I'm rapping on it type yeah. shit. So until okay. I learn how to do it all myself or just have somebody who's down to do that, I got to kind of just, like, what I do now is, like, find the beats myself. Mm-hmm. I'll, like, or I, somebody will send them to me or I'd be on soundclick.com. I don't know y'all. Heard of that site? Soundclick? Soundclick.com. That's not familiar. I'm not familiar with Soundclick. They got a lot of they got a lot of beats and stuff like that. Like all kinds of music on there. But um Is that the only website you use? Like do you use anything mm -hmm. like BeatStars? Yeah, I've used BeatStars. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple. YouTube. Um producers that found me on Instagram and then send them my email and they started emailing me beats. And I got a couple songs I'm dropping this year from beats from from that. So okay, that, that, so that you was use cool. some producer beats off there from Instagram. Okay, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool how they just find you like that. Yeah, Instagram mm. has some really great opportunities yeah. on there. A lot of great beats. I found some great beats on there. So yeah, it's really dope. for sure, for sure. But yeah, then I just go over it, find one I like, download it, and I kind of start making it in my crib, and then. Once I get to the studio, it's already ready to go, basically. I just got to lay it down, a few takes, and I'm done kind of thing. Cause it's ready to order. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah, because engineers, yeah, it's charging by the hour. And yeah, yeah, you, so you, right. you got a limited amount of time that you're Yeah, I can't just hang out and right. smoke because right. it's like, yeah, we're charging you for that. Like, right, so. yeah. And are you one of those yeah. artists that like to have a lot of people, like your, your trio, when you're in there, or do you like to just be alone? And... I'm usually alone. Okay. Yeah. So you really like to just be alone in your music and on the mic. You don't like to have a lot of people in the studio. Because personally, I hate having hella people in the studio when yeah. I'm in trying to create my process because I know it's going to be a distraction for me. So I try to lessen that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I can't really... Yeah, I can't really imagine a bunch of people in there. I've always had just me, just me and a beat. You or the know, artist that you're working with. Or the artist right. I'm working with. And, yeah, just the booth, basically. Like, But, you know, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would mind that necessarily. If if people want to come through, you know what I'm saying? As long as they quiet and stuff. Like, I don't think I, I would mind. Right. You know. That's really cool, EJ. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. I, 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 I don't. Think. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off or anything. No, I like, just said thank you. Oh, <laughs> no, so, like, my thing is, is, like, I if if it makes sense, though, because, like, I, I, I feel like a lot of these artists that walk in with, like, all their entourage and shit, that's, like, mm-hmm. that's a flex. You know what I mean? Like, that's not really, like, you ain't adding anything, bro. Like, you just another mouth to feed when everybody starts asking, like, what are we eating for lunch? 
You feel me? Like, oh, let, like, let me hit the L real quick. You just want to be like, seen. Right. That's yeah. it. You know I mean? Like, that's just a flex. Yeah. Right. And it's like, that to me, that doesn't, that's not, that's not conducive to your creative pride, unless it is. You know what I mean? Like, unless that's, unless you got people around you who are like, that's day ones who they kind of get the creative juices flowing. Like, that's cool. But when you have a bunch of people come into the studio, I feel like it should be like, if you hopping on this beat with me, bro, you could be here. But if you're not, mm-hmm. kick rocks. Like that, that's that's what would make the most sense to me, at least. And I think that yeah. would be the most productive aspect of like out of out of those two. So I like I agree with you in the sense that like you what you want to do versus like what you do now based on like what you have to be doing because how they're charging mm-hmm. you. And, like you can't just go there and kick it and cool and just and just be calm and jam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like the cats who have their own studios, those are some lucky motherfuckers. Yeah, because most engineers, they try to live off of it like out here. Like that's how they pay their rent. And so, you're dealing with people where that's their livelihood is recording cats. So, mm-hmm. it's like, right? they can't just have you just in there all day just smoking. <laughs> like, as much as we would love to just be in the studio. And you know, as much as that, that sounds good for smoking. me, and that's that's definitely the move, you know, eventually. But, um, you know, as of right now, <laughs> you know, I, I just come, I come ready. You know. I, right. see. I, I see. I see. So would you say like, would you say, so like what, what, so you, you kind of gave us a little bit of your music taste earlier. Like does your music taste get more wild than that? Like what, what, what would you say is like one of the wilder things that you listen to that like people might not think that EJ is going to listen to? Um, I definitely had Aladdin jazz phase. Mm-hmm. And Aladdin jazz? Aladdin jazz. Oh, okay. So yeah. you like it spicy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For all the Latinas watching. Right. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> he said Latin jazz. Okay. Yeah. It's great. It's it's like vacation music. I've never listened to it. I'm going to have to hop on it. He's right. Yeah. It's it what you bump on a vacation. There's like, there's, up. there's some few, like there's this one song because I was watching this movie that I really, really, like, I, that's how I get a lot of my music. Like, a, a lot of the, like, out-of-pocket shit that I listen to is, like, from a movie that I just really, really liked and I vibed with it. Movie and soundtracks like, yeah, are the way. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. This is <laughs> one thing, and it's, like, and it's the, and it kind of, it was, like, an Italian, it was, like, Italian jazz. So it's kind of the same, a little bit of the same vibe, like, not as, it was more so, like, focused on, like, the violins and, like, the sweeping, the swelling of it and everything and just, like, is, is really really calming and just like vibey to listen to when you like when you just sit down and listen to it and like w- would you say that like you're you're like a diversity in music taste would you say like that's important as like who you are in the rap game and like and would you say just in general that's important to have when you start doing something like rapping oh yeah you definitely got to have different you know inspiration different genres that you're soaking in and stuff like that. You can't just right. listen to just rap because you can tell because when a rapper just listens to rap and like they're one dimensional. Their music, mm-hmm. a lot of their stuff sounds the same. They yeah. sound the same a lot of the times on the song. And it's like it doesn't have any real like vision to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you got to have those different kind of sounds, influences, stuff like that. Like I'm a Post Malone fan for sure. I like, like the different melodies and stuff he does, and mm-hmm. he he's very diverse yeah. and he's very, his and sound stuff. is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like instruments and stuff like that too. So, 
Yeah. I, well, like, I, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's like a common thread of a lot of artists who are who are talented with instrument. Is like they're not you're not gonna find a whole bunch of artists who are like instrumentalists and they're and they're really good at their craft. You're not gonna find a whole lot of those artists who only listen to one kind of music. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, because that's those are those are the people who if they're doing it for long enough they actually have a love for it. You know what I mean? So right. they're, they're, they're explorative. You know, they go out and they look for something that's different than what they're going to hear on the radio every single day. So, like, that's that's one of the things that, like, personally, I haven't listened to the radio voluntarily in, like, years. Like, I'll yeah. hop on Spotify. I'll find something I want to listen to. Like, I know what I want to listen to. Yeah, you know what I mean? me like, too. I'll be in a vibe for that day, and I'll be throwing that on, and that just, oh, that'll get me throughout the day. And then I'll switch it up a little bit later, hop onto something different that's just way out of out of pocket. I'll throw on some metal or something like that at oh, the end the of the metal? night. Damn. Yeah. Like throw that on at the end of the night just to cap mm-hmm. off my night while I'm while I'm out here like working. Like and that'll get me through the rest of the night and I'll be whoo, You'll whoo, be good. Whoo, ready. Yeah. I've been told I have really weird music taste. Like yeah. people don't like necessarily vibe with my music when they get in the car at first, just because it's like versatile it's different. It's versatile like I, I know I had an ex and he was just like hated my music. He was just like, where do you get this music from? I'm like, movie soundtracks, because why not? Like, I just don't like people who are just one sided. I love all types of music. So I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. You can just be vibey and just, you know, not give a fuck what people think. And, and, you know, that's where I'm at with my music taste. It's weird. It's eclectic. You're going to like it anyways. Like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So, um. You know, that, that kind of leads me, uh, well, it doesn't really lead me into it. I'll just go into it because, you know, fuck a transition. <laughs> so, like, uh, there's, like, a they, like there's this common belief that people have that they, they feel like the negative emotions that an artist feels, like, bring out the best in that art. You know what I mean? Like, that, like, the negative experiences and emotions. And I'm not going to bullshit because I'm really on the fence about it, like, I, you know what? On the fence is, is too much, is giving it too much credit. I'm going to say I'm on the side that believes that the negative experiences and, and aspects of somebody's life, when they put that pain into art, that brings it to a completely different level of just like it, it just to, it can make an artist explode, really. Mm-hmm. But like also at the same time, it's dangerous because you got cats like like in the last episode we talked about Mac. And so like you got cats like that who they let it take them down. Overpowers yeah. their their work and and are you like that do you ever have days where you go in the studio and you're just angry as hell for no reason or you're just sad for no reason and it just all pours out into your music yes the song i'm performing is uh off of my my breakup my 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 ex-girlfriend so i didn't believe that shit when they said uh your best work comes after a breakup. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe it until I actually had the breakup. And was that kind of recent for you? Or? Uh, it was like six, seven months. So. Okay, so fairly a baby. Fairly right? recent, yeah, okay. yeah. So it was like, yeah, it's like my most, yeah, it's like my best song right, basically right now. It's like my most vulnerable song, my realest song, and my whole, it just, it's like a whole new level. Yeah, for me, basically. So oh, you got me hyped now, bro. Okay. Everything, I'm you, yeah, I'm I'm everything you just said was just like, damn, dude. It, it was, yeah, a negative experience that, like, elevated my art. And it's just like, I've, I, yeah, I want to relate to people and be, be relatable. real, relatable. Real. And, like, I'm Aquarius, so it's hard for us to be vulnerable. 
We're not, mm-hmm. we're, yeah, we're really cold, closed off. So it's like, this is a weird song for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm vulnerable on it. You know what I'm saying? Open it up a little bit. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, I agree. Totally. That definitely. Def- that definitely happened to me. I mean, cause like, I mean, well, here's my thing is like, you got cats, like you got cats, like, like chance, you know what I mean? Like he, he, he came out with something positive and he has songs that are positive that are fantastic. Yeah. Angels, I love that song. <laughs> Have you heard that song, Angels by Chance? I don't think so. Oh my God! All right, I I'm haven't heard you. that song. That so. is that is is with him and Saba, and it's okay. it's a really good one, bro. Like there there are certain there are certain times where I think it's just the the intensity of the emotion that you feel. Mm. I don't think it's necessarily that it has to be like a negative experience, but it's an, an intensity. So like a negative experience is like I think inherently really intense. But, like, a positive experience can be, like, mm, it was pretty positive. Like, I had a pretty good time. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Or it's, like, that changed my life. That was religious. I love it. I'm so happy. I feel so good. This, mm-hmm. that, and the third. And so, like, I think it's, like, a certain amount of intensity that if you feel from this positivity that's going on in your life, that you can bring that into your art. You feel me? So, like, like would you feel like if you had something positive enough happen to you, like, just that was just, just flipped like on Like, you're happy. Like, you're, you're go lucky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I've had moments like that where I just, in a great mood, you know, made some music, got me in a better mood, because mm-hmm. it was like a hype beat or mm-hmm. happy, you know, so that's that's kind of the plan. I got some more happy songs I'm dropping after this. So more upbeat, yeah, would you yeah. say? For like, the summer, yeah. Okay, so, so like after the breakup, this is your glow After up. the breakup song. The glow up. The, yeah, okay. after this sad shit, I got some, I got some hype, hype shit coming. I like yeah. that. Okay. With Joseph Bills, I don't know if y'all heard of him. I know he is a local artist out here. Yeah, Joseph, Joseph Bills. Joseph Bills, Justin Empress, um, got some summer, summer bangers coming this summer year. Summer bangers. So. Okay. I'm See, excited. Yeah. And yeah, happy shit. And so, like you know, <laughs> when you go into the studio, um. I know I'm I'm really into different like instruments when I hear things in music. Um, do you have three instruments you would say you always listen for, like whether it could be synths, drums, like when you're picking out like a beat, like this is it for me. Um, yeah, I do like synths, pianos, um, drums, of course, trumpets, depending. Some trumpets are hit or miss, mm-hmm. you know, horns and stuff like that. Is it because it's too heavy or not heavy enough on the on the horn section? It's, it just comes down to producers. Some some know how to do it, and some just don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like J. Cole, Middle Child, that producer. That was amazing. He killed that the horns on that song. one. That's, that's a good... Yeah, Middle Child is great. And uh, Win with J-Rock, that's mm-hmm. another one oh, with the horns. Yeah, mm-hmm. bro. So if you got the horn, if they do the horns right, it could just... Take, it could take it to a different level. Take it to another it level. I'm pretty sure they both won Grammy or Grammy nominated and J J Rock won a Grammy. Hey, trumpets, so. Jason Derulo. Do not <laughs> knock that song. That was a really good song. You're right. Derulo. Like you're trumpets, right. come on now. Yeah, you're I know right. we're bringing up Jason. Like we we can't hate on the home. I don't know if I remember that one. <laughs> you know, okay, that, I'm about to sh- right. I'm gonna have to show you after oh, the show is over. Not that one. And that is like that is all yeah. I had to do was do that, and you know you just sang the whole song in your head just now. Oh, that's talk dirty to me. <laughs> no, 
they're not the same song. Oh, oh, I thought, is it well, the I same song? Oh, no, shit. it's not the same song, but I mean, shit, it's still horns. Right, you know there's I mean? some so horns that's in there. <laughs> that's, damn, that's I song. thought it was the same song, too. I'm uh, not going to lie. It's, like, it's I really not. did, because I was not. like, that is Talk Dirty to me. I, I don't know. I guess I don't know Trump is then. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Jason, Jason Derulo. Right. Yeah, I mean, I just had to bring it up just because he was the first person that popped into my head when I thought of, like, some sort of instrument right now. I don't know why, but he was the first one. So, yeah. but that's really cool. Like, but what about saxophone? You said you played sax. Like, you ever listen for some saxophones? Um, do you like that really soft? You said you like that jazzy type of sound. So, that's something. Um, no, nah, not lately. I've been, I've been on different kind of beats lately. Mm-hmm. Um, sax, like, yeah, I haven't barely been on like the jazz vibe yeah not really on the yeah not really on the jazz vibe lately um last year i had some kind of jazzy stuff happen yeah for Mm -hmm. 420 dropped some some chill some chill chill vibes chill vibes last year you know we always um, appreciate chill vibes chill vibes that's what it's all about lo-fi vibes all of those vibes Mm -hmm. is it lo-fi or lo-fi i don't know I think it's lo-fi. Every time I hear I it, it was lo-fi. it's lo-fi. I haven't heard a whole lot of people pronounce it. I always see it typed. But yeah. I, I, I just lo-fi. immediately thought of lo-fi. Lo-fi. That's like, what I like, thought eventually, <laughs> but then someone told me it was lo-fi. Uh, uh, it just don't sound it's not wifi. You don't say wi It doesn't It's spelled the same. It's spelled the same. Wi-Fi. You feel me? Like, yeah. Right. It just doesn't sound as smooth like lo-fi. 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 lo-fi you know lo-fi yeah no i i mean like <laughs> lo-fi is a vibe lo-fi. That lo-fi be smacking like i, I love <laughs> rapping on those kind of beats like yeah. that's just fun because that's yeah. just like like the boom bap beats are, i think are like inherently easier to mm-hmm. rap on anyway like I, I gotta give it to like the 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 trap rappers like that do that kind of that that go more heavily into the trap vibe because that's like actually like difficult that's that's like you have to be really listening to like catch the vibe as to like exactly what you want to do with it but with like a boom bap beat it's so easy to just keep on on tempo with it and it's so easy to just keep on the same beat with the same not necessarily the same flow but it's easier to change your flow on that too because you can catch the beat still Mm -hmm. so like that's one of the things i mean that's just my opinion like that's what i noticed that was easier for me to do so like with um the synths like are you because like here's the thing you can use synths a lot of different ways we all know that but like would you say like you like it more in like the like super ethereal like Travis Scott way of using it or is it more along the lines of like something like Zaytoven where it's like the pianos and the synths in it is it's still very like clear exactly what you're hearing from the synth section oh yeah Travis Scott for sure yeah yeah I definitely got stuff that sounds yeah definitely it's in that lane in that Mm -hmm. lane okay Mm -hmm. that's really cool and you know EJ I'm just going to go off topic here just because I have to. Um, is your style influenced by anybody? Like the way you dress? Because you came up in here looking like some member of Migos or <laughs> something. So I just really want to know. Like where do you – I like this watch too. Like I'm going to have to – Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate sp- it. Take that off your wrist real quick. <laughs> and, and this beanie too. Like I'm going to just oh, bring yeah. that up. The beanie. The beanie. Yeah, the beanie's like uh... – my merch, you know, holla at me if y'all want one. Oh, that says EJ? Oh, my God. It's EJ, yeah. Okay. I, I doodled this and then sent it in, and then they they made the logo from there. Um, so, much? yeah. 
it's a, it's about to be March, so they about to be ten bucks now. Shit. Oh wow, very affordable <laughs> I'm finna, I'm finna merchandise. Holler. It's not cold no more. Shit. You're right, very man. affordable merchandise so that you have. Yeah, they about to drop. You know, my ass gonna be sweating still wearing that motherfucker. You're gonna be sweating. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you can save it. I'm looking people, fresh though. People take Cali trips all the time. Yeah, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. I'll be always, rocking an EJ beanie. Yeah, thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, so people be uh, taking pictures with it, sending it, sending it in. I post it. And so that's cool to see people actually. This one girl bought like three beanies, so it's like. Oh wow! So oh, like cool. you got like different colors of them. In I got different colors and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, wait, is the lettering like a different color too? On yeah, some different. Of them? Yeah. Oh. oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I got like a black one with the red logo, and then I'm about to drop some blue. Blue on blues for my gangster niggas out there. <laughs> Some red on red, you know what I'm saying, for y'all. So not only are you a rapper, you are a fashion designer entrepreneur, too. Yeah, you got to have that merch, everybody. Okay. You know what I'm saying? As, as artists, you know, as artists, you got to have that. I, I was late to the merch game, you know. Late but, uh, to the merch game. I don't even have merch yet, so, like, you're not late. It's yeah. no rush, but <laughs> well, when you actually get it and someone actually buys it, such a good feeling like that first time someone actually like damn I made money off of my merch like, right it's a good feeling so I feel know. like that's a really quick way to get yourself like um independent too mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. especially with your merch and especially if it looks as good as like what you have designed mm-hmm. you know what I mean especially you designed it yourself you know what I'm saying like if you have that and you and you start selling that like that's the best I feel like that's might be one of the best ways to become independent and be able to focus on your art more mm-hmm. you know what I mean is like because like yeah, people will kind of like kind of be like ah nah, I don't really want to buy a CD. I can just stream it. You know what I mean? But like once you have merch and that shit's cold, mm-hmm. nigga sees that people shit and he's like, it. let me cop that. And it's like you're instantly you start making bread. You start making that shit hand over fist and you you good. You feel mm-hmm. that yeah, shit, that's the goal, right? Yeah, there. that's the goal. Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna have some tanks coming up for summer. Um, shirts, t-shirts. T-shirts, tanks, all that stuff, so... Is there any specific design mm-hmm. you go for that's, like, kind of close to your heart? Um, well, I know out the gate I'm going to keep going with this logo. Um, this EJ logo, put that on everything, you know. Um, but I got di- I, I've had different ideas, just different, you know, little phrases or stuff. Mm-hmm. You know that I thought about it that I might try. We'll see. Um, I definitely love gold. Right, I see that you're golded out right now. Oh right? yeah, like, <laughs> I For see the sure. shirt. The shirt has some gold in it. You yeah, know? so this kind of style, I like that kind of shit. So okay, golden black is forever classic, bro. Like that's forever. That never gets old. It really does not at all. Like it ever. Mm-hmm. If you can put on some golden black on a, on a fit, that just takes yeah. it right to that next level. It's mm-hmm. just like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, Dan, all right, Dan, I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. Like, man, I, I, um, what was I going to say? And EJ, are you, I, I see, you know, like your posts and everything on Instagram and, you know, you've had so many successes and I just want to know that, you know, are you a spiritual person, you know, when it comes to, like, do you, you know, everything happens for a reason, like, you know, I'm moved by the universe, or are you still kind of like, or are you a Christian, or what's your religion right now? Like, how are you feeling about that? Um, Yeah, definitely leaning more towards uh, the universe um, kind of belief these days, more 
Yeah, just more so like, you know, just positive thinking. I believe in, you know, manifesting like your thoughts, stuff like that, and attracting like good things into your life uh, kind of thing as far as that goes. But um, I'm not, I, I'm always, I always make sure I'm respectful, like everybody's re- beliefs. I don't like shit on nobody, like whatever you believe, that's cool. You know, I'm just all about coming together, turning up, being positive, smoking, having a good time. That's like all that. That's yeah. that's a vibe, EJ, and yeah, I like that. That's, that's that. Yeah. You know, Everybody that you. I've met that's like a uni- mm-hmm. like that has that belief of like a spiritualism in the universe that like and and that understanding of like the universe will do what it'll do. And you're not really trying to stick to any particular under like human understanding of things. Like people that have that belief, I've seen more often than not are much more accepting of others, of other people's belief systems, of of other people's patterns, and other people's mm-hmm. like lives, life choices, and stuff like that. And you just understand that like. Yo, mm-hmm. the universe is going to be how it's going to be. You got to where you are based off of your decisions and based off of how the universe decided to let you, you know, come to the understanding of your reality. You feel me? Like, that's really what it, in my opinion, that's really what it breaks down to. You right. know what I mean? Like, just accepting other people, but also understanding that everybody's path is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. All that. All and, that. And if you got, if you got the <laughs> opportunity to actually make it big, you know, what's one way that you would you know, help your community out, whether it's back home in St. Louis, whether it's here in Arizona, what's, what's one thing you want to do to make a difference to donating to charities? Where are you at with that one? Um, I definitely have plans to start my own foundation one day Mm. and, um, definitely got, you know, passion for the kids, music and a lot like, like, uh, what's the word? Like lawyers, uh, judges. I want to do some kind of scholarship for like okay to get like more black judges, more black lawyers, attorneys, DAs. That's fucking smart. So supporting the, anybody yeah, who is black. Anyone, yeah, okay. yeah, because that's that's honestly that's how it's gonna have to be basically. Like, <laughs> Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody who's yeah, black. Okay, yeah. instead of trying to change people <laughs> or force shit. I like, like that because there's kids that like want to be lawyers that want to be um in that yeah mayor yeah or city council well i mean like that's that's the only way that's the only way to enact any real change you feel me Mm -hmm. is is you know by doing something along the lines of that especially with the lawyers and the judges like that's important you know what i mean like to have somebody that looks like you representing you who came from kind of the same position that you did yeah that's 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 criminally underrated, the 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 <laughs> aspect of that, facts like that 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 people people go that goes unnoticed so many times because you can be represented by somebody who may feel that they're a very progressive person but they're still looking at you through some lens you know what I mean the lens like how they were raised that's that's what systemic racism is you mm-hmm. know what I mean it's not anything that they are doing intentionally it's just something that they were raised with and they and they believe this certain thing and it's very much ingrained in them so they're looking at their client as at, they're they're like well i might be guilty like shit like or somebody who's like understanding who's like no he's not guilty this is what happened you didn't listen to him you didn't listen to what he told you and you didn't try to read between the lines and you just slapped a label on him like right. if we could have more kids who are searching for the ability to go be a judge go be go be a go be a lawyer go be a public defender 
You know what I mean? Help out your community by doing that. Help out your com- community by making sure that everybody gets a fair shake when it's time when it's time to, to get on that stand. Right. Everybody True. should have that fair opportunity, no matter what yeah. race you are, uh, sexual orientation, anything. Everybody should always have a fair opportunity. Um, and I think that's really crazy that we it's even Black History Month that we're even bringing up that topic in 2020 mm-hmm. that black people still aren't treated fairly. We're still not given the same opportunities. We're still looked down on for who we are um, just because of our skin color. Um, so it's really cool that you want to make that impact and you want people to see that, you know, black people can do anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're at right now in society. A lot of people, you know, are pushing that. Like black people can and black excellence is there. We're already there. Um, it's just a matter of people seeing us in that light. Well, thank you so much, EJ, for coming out and, you know, doing this interview with us today. Oh, yeah, well, we yeah, really thanks appreciate for having me it. Thank you, thank you. It's been awesome. Um, you answered all our questions. Like, we didn't know what to expect since it's our first day meeting you, <laughs> which was crazy. Um, but yeah, so everybody, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we're definitely going to bring EJ back on a little bit later in the uh, episode so he can do his performance for us and you guys will be able to hear that. And um, yeah, you can follow me at Junoverse, J-U-N-O-V-X-R-S-E on Instagram. And this is going to be Since Pod Official on Instagram as well. Um, and you can find me there. EJ, where can they find you at on the, on the ground? Um, they can find me, um, EJ All Day on everything. So that's E-J-A-L-L-D-E-Y on everything, Instagram, uh, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, Apple, Snapchat. Everything. You Every, yeah, I, I took over that name, baby. I got yeah. it. So yeah, y'all heard Mans. He has yeah. a breakup song it, for keep us. It, yeah, keep, keep it. Ladies, yeah. go ahead, slide them DMs. You feel slide me? It oh out. God. <laughs> <laughs> I know they've been popping. They, oh. they, they gotta be popping. Right. Yeah, y'all can find me at exactly. Bummy Poppy on Instagram and on Snapchat. Several days late. I might get a Twitter one day, but that place is scary. So y'all can go ahead and just hit me up there, holla at me, let me know what you think of the episode, let me know any artists that you might want to have on because I'd love to hear them and love to meet them. So that's been sense, y'all. Right, y'all ready? Called in person, dropping soon. I wanna talk on the phone, but she wanna be in person. Better to be all alone. Tell me, is it worth it? Million things be on my mind. Drop top, had a tattoo tooth, I ain't ready. People change, she ain't ready. Long talks in that wind, long time we went steady. Guess I gotta move on, good times, won't forget it. If you walk out that door, door, just hope you don't regret it. You don't regret it, it was lit. Now relationship shit, you know I don't throw a fit. Your concerns, you know I can fix. Got me like a black emo, bank account was at zero Making all of these moves, still got pay all that rent though, rent though oh, oh. Told you this a million times, tripping I watch love unwind Told you baby give it, 
Either way, no, I'm gon' shine. I wanna talk on the phone. Person, she wanna meet in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But tell me, is it worth it? Tell me, is it worth that, baby? Yeah. Feeling like the worst man. Feeling like the very worst man. Drop top, had to tell the truth, I ain't ready. People change, she ain't ready. Long talks in that whip, whip. Long time, we went steady. Guess I gotta move on. Good times, won't forget it. If you walk out that dog dog, just hope you don't regret it. You regret it. That's all I'm gonna do for now. Coming soon. Boom, DJ all day. We out here. Thank y'all for having me. Follow me everything. Boom.